Welcome to Dear Human Resources. In each episode, you'll hear about current HR topics and trends from experts, both practitioners and researchers, with the goal of giving you an insider's look at human resources. In this episode, Jonathan Yarbrough, who is an attorney at law in Asheville, North Carolina, discusses whether or not your employer can force you to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Welcome, John. Thanks, Marie. I look forward to speaking with you about this topic. Jonathan Yarbrough is a partner in the national labor and employment law firm Constangi Bruce Smith and Profit, LLP. John represents employers exclusively in all aspects of labor and employment law. He has successfully defended employers in a wide variety of lawsuits in North Carolina, Illinois, New York, South Carolina, and Virginia. He has appeared before several state and federal agencies on behalf of employers, including the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. John's been recognized by his peers as a super lawyer, as a legal elite by Business North Carolina, and also as a best lawyer in America. In addition, US News and World Report has named John's office the only first-year labor and employment law firm and labor and employment litigation firm in Western North Carolina. John is admitted to practice before the state and federal courts in North Carolina, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, and the U.S. Supreme Court. He graduated from Wake Forest University and the University of Louisville School of Law. John, with the two COVID-19 vaccines that have received federal approval in the U.S., hopes for beating the coronavirus are looking up. But for millions of employees and businesses, the emerging vaccines also raise some questions, including can your employer require that you get vaccinated? What are your thoughts? That's a great question, Marie. And the short and easy answer to that question of whether your employer can require you as an employee to get vaccinated is yes, but it's not that simple. Uh, while the answer is generally yes, that an employer can require as a condition of employment that you be vaccinated for COVID or the flu for that matter, there are some exceptions to that requirement. And those exceptions are really twofold. One is, is there some religious reason that you as an employee could not get vaccinated? And then the second is, is there some medical reason, a medical reason that would be covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act that would allow you as the employee to seek an exemption from your employer's vaccination requirements? Now, of course, I've just mentioned religion and medical conditions uh, that would be respectively under Title VII and Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Americans with Disabilities Act. It's important, though, in answering this question about can your employer require you to get vaccinated to take a look at any state statutes or ordinances. Here in North Carolina, we don't really have any that would apply. So the answer, again, is yes, an employer can require it, but there are going to be some exceptions to the rule. So talking about exceptions, how about employees who may have a pre-existing medical condition? If they can prove that the COVID-19 vaccine might be dangerous for them, could their employer still require that they be vaccinated? 
Well, the answer there is a little complicated. I'll, I'll, I'll say it, it, it depends, Marie. It might depend, more importantly, on the industry. But what you have here is a situation, if an employee can provide valid medical information, that they have some condition, whatever it might be, some medical condition, that the vaccine is contraindicated for them, then the employer uh, would more than likely have to grant that employee a reasonable accommodation, if possible. And what that means is basically, if the employee is able to demonstrate that because of their medical condition, they can't take the COVID vaccine, then that employer would have to make a consideration as to whether they could accommodate that employee who would really be unvaccinated at that point. The EEOC has taken the position that a person with COVID does pose a direct threat to the health and safety, not only of themselves, but to those in the workforce uh, working beside that individual. So what the employer would have to do here is see if there's any way to reasonably accommodate an employee who has a medical condition that prevents uh, that employee from being vaccinated. And if there's no alternative available for that employee, you may wind up with a situation where that employee can't be vaccinated and can't work uh, because there's simply no reasonable alternative for the employee. It's also something to look at what industry are we talking about? If we're talking about a situation that maybe it's a nurse who can't be vaccinated, that nurse works with very sick or premature babies where the very elderly people, that's going to be an easier analysis, if you will, with respect to uh, how to deal with it in terms of, is it an undue hardship versus an employer requirement in that circumstance? But still, the employer is going to have to look at it and see, are there any alternatives to that employee short of the vaccination? Can you tell us a little bit about those employees who make the choice not to get the vaccine because of a sincerely held religious belief. This is an interesting area of the law because an employee may have a religious objection to receiving a vaccine, whether it's COVID-19 or the flu. They may have a belief, uh, a practice, some observance that they believe is against or prohibits them rather from getting vaccinated. The interesting thing about this area of the law is that Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which is where this comes from, really, there's no book I can pull out and flip to the religion definition of Title VII and go, okay, you know, Methodist, check, Baptist, check, Jewish, Muslim, whatever, check, 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 we're, we're good here. Because the law is that the employee just has to have a sincerely held religious, ethical, or moral belief. And I've seen this pop up a lot in the very many flu cases I've been involved in where employers had flu vaccine requirements and the employee would pop up with some belief. In some cases, it was veganism. You know, I'm a vegan. I cannot take a flu vaccine that has been tested or has uh, animal byproducts in it. And the employer has to make some sort of analysis. Well, is this a sincerely held religious belief that I would potentially have to reasonably accommodate? Or is this just a personal belief or a personal position that I don't have to accommodate? And it can sometimes be very difficult to deal with. The EEOC pretty much takes the position that it's very difficult to challenge someone's religious beliefs and challenge them with respect to vaccines, for example. But there are some cases out there, at least in the flu context, 
One comes to mind involving uh, an employee that sued Boston Children's Hospital, where it would be an undue hardship. It would be unreasonable for the employer to grant an accommodation exempting an employee because of their religious belief from a flu shot vaccination. So this is this is an interesting area. And trust me, from experience, employees have all sorts of beliefs that they contend are religious beliefs. Does that mean that they would not qualify for a family and medical leave request if they were to ask for one? Well, what you might have in, in a situation where an employee maybe is asserting a religious or medical issue for an exemption is that if the employer cannot accommodate that employee, that is, if the employer cannot say, okay, due to your medical condition or due to your religious beliefs, we'll give you a pass to the exemption. And if they're in a situation where there's no real alternative, for example, allowing the employee to work from home or wear masks or something of that nature, if that's not possible, given the nature of the job, then it may be a reasonable accommodation to put the employee on some form of leave of absence. It wouldn't necessarily be FMLA leave. It would be leave just simply as an accommodation for that employee. But unfortunately, with what we've seen from COVID, it kind of begs the question of, well, how long would you place an employee on a leave of absence for, given that while we're hopeful the vaccines will be rolled out better and more efficiently and quickly. There's really no end in sight right now for this pandemic. So while a leave could be a reasonable accommodation, it begs the question of for how long? Considering that you represent employers in all aspects of labor and employment law, may we assume that you have uh, already litigated some COVID-19 vaccine and employment cases? That's a fair assumption. I've, I've litigated several flu shot cases, and, and right now the law between COVID-19 and flu shot requirements or flu shot vaccination requirements is really largely similar. Uh, religious exemptions, medical exemptions, do, does the employee have notice, so on and so forth. So we've certainly, uh, I've certainly litigated uh, flu cases. As far as COVID-19 goes, I've yet to have a COVID-19 vaccine case simply because the rollout has been such that it's just not uh, high volume right now. But I am seeing charges and I'm dealing with several EEOC charges right now involving COVID-19 in a variety of areas. One uh, situation comes to mind where an employee really just lied, uh, if you will, about their uh, symptoms. They had the cough, they had the fever, and the employer asked the employees to certify each day whether or not they had any of the typical symptoms for COVID-19. This employee said no, but it turns out she was lying and, in fact, did test positive for COVID-19. The argument there, the issue rather is, you know, did she misrepresent or lie to the employer justifying the termination, or was the employer really terminating her because of COVID-19? I've also had numerous situations where we've had claims uh, made by pregnant employees, and there's obviously a concern about childbirth and, and, and the development uh, of the baby uh, during um, pregnancy if the, the mom or mom-to-be winds up getting COVID. So we've had a lot of questions about how do we accommodate pregnant employees what can we do to treat them differently, I guess, if you will, during this COVID pandemic? And that's presented some interesting questions. 
uh, particularly when those pregnant employees are on the front line in healthcare, and, and their job is to deal with sick people. That's the essential function of their job. How do you really take that away in a pandemic when they're on the front line? So that's, that's basically what we've been dealing with in terms of litigation. I suspect we will see COVID-19 vaccine employment cases arise as there's more rollout of the vaccine. How do you recommend that employers communicate with their workforce about the requirement to be vaccinated? Well, <laughs> good question, Marianne. I would say early and often. Educate your employees. This is a situation where there is a lot of false information out there about vaccines in general and about this vaccine, the COVID vaccine. What I would recommend is the employer develop a policy and roll that policy out addressing vaccines. And part of that rollout has to be an employee education tool. They've got to give employees, if there's going to be a vaccination requirement, information about the safety, the efficacy of the vaccine, you know, information in general about what the vaccine is and what it does. And they have to repeat this over and over again to get it across to employees, because as we know, there's a lot of information out there otherwise that's not based in fact or science. So you've got to roll this out, educate your employees, and then frankly, just develop a policy, a policy that sets out how you're going to administer your program, how you're going to address exemptions, whether it's a medical exemption or a religious exemption, how are you going to address it? What are you going to do? How might you reasonably accommodate? All of this should be rolled out to employees so that they understand the process, they understand the policy, they understand the vaccine, and frankly, they understand what may happen if they either don't get an exemption or refuse to get a vaccine. That needs to be spelled out for an employee. That is a great advice for HR professionals. Thank you. How do you think HR professionals or even organizations in general should decide whether or not they should require their employees to be vaccinated uh, to keep their colleagues, their clients, vendors, but also their communities safe? Right now, at least as the rollout of the vaccine is starting, the discussions I'm having with clients largely focus on what kind of business they are in. Those uh, employers that are healthcare providers, they've got the frontline workers, they have the folks taking care of the sick, rest homes, continuing care, retirement communities. All of those organizations are really thinking long and hard about uh, mandatory uh, vaccines or mandatory vaccination requirements, rather, so that they can not only keep the coworkers safe, but also the people they take care of. And those businesses are really mandating it. In fact, uh, prior to, to us having this discussion today, I was working on a policy for a healthcare employer mandating it. Then secondly, what I'm seeing are kind of the frontline businesses manufacturing facilities, uh, particularly food, beverage industry that I've been talking to. And they're giving strong consideration to mandating a vaccination because obviously if there's a COVID outbreak, and we've seen this on meatpacking lines and other food production facilities, if there's a vaccination outbreak, that can not only shut down uh, the facility, but can hamper food supply, the supply of products. So manufacturers now that I'm speaking with are giving strong consideration to mandating vaccinations uh, to, to maintain in business. 
And then there's beyond frontline workers, beyond taking care of our elderly and, and manufacturers such as food, beverage, and, and other frontline type manufacturing. I, I think for an employer considering uh, vaccinations or vaccination requirement, they need to think about not only the safety and welfare of the employees, but are they a public facing business? Do they have the public coming in and out, whether it's in retail, government operations, what have you, where there's a lot of in and out of people? And in those circumstances, I think that uh, an organization should strongly consider a vaccination requirement, not only for the safety of their uh, customers or the public, but the safety of their employees. In closing, Joan, can you think of one thought that may really dispel an assumption about the COVID-19 vaccine and employers? Well, whew, that's tough. I mean, we're in a day and age where uh, with the internet and a few keystrokes, you can get all sorts of information. And so my advice to really anyone, whether it's an employee or an employer, an HR department, is make sure you are getting good information. There's a lot of false information out there, uh, legal and medical information. There are websites out there that basically provide employees with religious objections to vaccinations and things of that nature. So if you're getting into developing a program or policy, if you're wanting to address COVID-19 vaccinations with your employees, whether you're going to do it voluntarily or you're going to mandate it, just make sure you have the best legal and medical information out there. Seek competent advice. Don't just go to the internet, enter a search engine and pull it. Get some competent advice in this area and, and address it appropriately with your employees. So other than contacting your legal firm, where can they, I mean, maybe the Society for Human Resource Management website, where can HR professionals get templates for policies, templates they can tailor to their own needs, of course? Well, yeah, yeah, obviously law firms are doing them. We're, we're doing templates uh, for employers. Uh, another good place for some resources uh, is the SHRM website. While the EEOC obviously doesn't provide a template, they do uh, have guidance out in the form of question and answers to employers on this area. The CDC's website, again, no template, but a wealth of information about the vaccination process OSHA. <laughs> there are a variety of good governmental websites out there and law firm websites, including ours at constangi.com, where there's a wealth of vetted, good information, policies, procedures, and uh, legal and medical information. So go to good sources. That's all I can really recommend folks to do. Yeah, that's sound advice. Thank you for sharing your insights about the COVID-19 vaccine and employment law, John. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dear Human Resources. In each episode, you will hear about current HR topics and trends from experts, both practitioners and researchers, with the goal of giving you an insider's look at human resources.